School Communication Scoop by School Webmasters, your school's communication partners. I'm Greg DeRazio, and today we'll be talking about school-based communication in the coronavirus pandemic era. We hope to help principals and school leadership teams develop their communication strategy in this disrupted academic year. Thank you for joining us, and now, let's get started. You're a principal with no school in session charged with continuing to communicate during a quarantine closure. What can you do to make this work? We want kids to learn, but we know that each kid learns differently. The important thing right now is not for them to keep to the exact standards on the pacing guide. Be content with supporting families and keeping a schedule of feeding their minds. With school closure likely to be extended indefinitely, for many the academic year has already been called off, now is the time to put some intentionality into your communication plan for this phase. Check out these five tips to guide your strategy moving forward into the unknown. Follow communications directives of leadership. Use the buddy system. Involve and support teachers. Make a resource page. And keep connecting. Follow communications directives of leadership. First and foremost, the crisis communications coming from your district and board are the priority. The most important thing for you to do in communications right now is to be aligned and support that messaging. If your district has a proper stakeholder sequencing process in place for its communications, then you know about most of the key top-level messaging ahead of time. Make sure that you steer clear of the communications channels around those times. If an important emergency update is set to go out from the district at 6 p.m., don't send a morale-boosting communication out at 5.30 p.m. It increases the likelihood that families won't check the second, and in this case, critical, message. Ensure that all of your messaging is aligned with the district's communications. You should consider those parameters, and your role is to provide localized details for your school-based audience. For example, if the district has a meal distribution plan, your job is to highlight the locations or options that best serve your school's families. Everything, everything, everything you do needs to be aligned with the emergency communications posture of your district. Tip number two, use the buddy system. Because of the crisis, you are spending hours locked in video conferences with the same district leadership team members. You need to be intentional about interacting with others outside of that group to make sure you don't lose connection to the needs of the people you are serving. These connections will also help you stay grounded in general. With so much communication happening, you also need to be able to bounce things off select people to get feedback and make sure you're hitting the mark. So get some people you trust into an informal inner circle and pick up the phone on occasion to discuss certain things with them. Can you and a principal at another school in your district, or maybe even another district, touch base a couple times a week to discuss how you are implementing directives at your respective schools? Can you call on one of your teachers who has a child at your school and get his or her feedback from both the parent and staff member perspectives? How about a friend in the community that you check in with about the word on the street regarding the school's response? Of course, in all these interactions, you have to be very careful about what information you are actually giving out. The important goal here isn't about giving information. It's about listening. Make sure that people understand your priorities and what you and the district are asking of them. Find out what people are talking about and worrying about. You just might get some great information to take back to the team at your next video conference call. Next, involve and support teachers. Right now, as schools across the country are beginning to officially end their academic years, teachers want more than ever to be connected. 
Offer them meaningful ways to do so. How about a teacher takeover on your Instagram page? Or a nightly Facebook Live with a mini lesson and some fun? Or a gallery of artwork on your school website? Where possible, try to give your team a defined process. Does your district use a platform for learning like Google Classroom or a decentralized communications tool like Remind? Encourage teachers to keep using the pre-existing tools during the closure rather than creating new spaces and processes for continuing to connect and discuss alternative learning arrangements. Many districts are wrestling with issues around teachers creating their own new social media pages, web pages, and other communication channels. If a teacher does want to establish something new, maybe like a new Facebook group, make sure that all essential social media policies are being followed. Remember, this is something new that families will be asked to join, so it's another step for them. That could lead to some being left out. You should aim to be out in front of this. Include it next time you have a regular message or an encouraging all staff message praising all that your teachers are doing. As part of it, just include a reminder that there is a policy and include a link to it. Remember, there's no malice intended here. With everything going on, teachers are just excited about creating new learning opportunities. We want to channel that enthusiasm, but also make sure that it's done in accordance with the rules. That said, if the district plan is cumbersome, it may be something that needs attention. If it requires approval from your division's PR team, you might be experiencing significant delays, understandably. So support your teachers by helping them navigate the situation to find the best solution to foster those opportunities to learn and connect with their students. Next up, make a resources page. This should be completely separate from your updates webpage, although you may want to link to it from that main page and your school website's homepage. This page is a repository of all kinds of online resources for families and students to access. Ideally, you should divide it up by general levels or subjects. But the goal here is to have some fun resources to help offer online learning separate from your defined curriculum. Examples. The Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Gardens offer a daily Home Safari Facebook Live series, and the San Diego Zoo has live streams of many animals and is also producing a Facebook Live series. The Metropolitan Opera is streaming performances regularly, as are the Seattle Symphony, Lincoln Center, and more. Author and illustrator Mo Willems offers a daily lunch doodle. These fun supplemental opportunities are just a great way to put together some resources for families to connect. A simple Google search will help you track down more. Be sure to start with your local and regional resources. Many of them are hurting right now, and any support that you can give will help. Of course, you can also find seemingly endless resources based on each class and curriculum. This project may make sense to coordinate with teachers, many of whom already have relevant online resources for their specific learning objectives. If possible, collect these into another space on your resource page, as they may interest other students and families as well. Next, keep connecting. School webmasters have seen so many creative and fun ways to keep morale up during these challenging times. Teacher parades through the neighborhood, social media spirit weeks, nightly teacher readings, and so much more. You don't have to do all of them. This isn't about making your school community Pinterest perfect, but you need to try something. These are uncharted times, and everyone is just doing their best to find some socially distant ways to appropriately connect. They may not work. It may work somewhere else, but not for you. That's okay. Just try. Step out of the comfort zone and try something that just might feel good. 
Definitely keep using your social media and your school website to continue to inform and connect with your families. That also goes for you in real life, too. This is a great time to make a visit at the food bank or those locations where school meals are being distributed. Thank workers, thank families, and see some familiar faces. You are a pillar in your community and you have the power to boost spirits. But of course, do it all safely following health precautions. This is no easy time to lead school communication, but you're ready for the challenge. Once you get down to it, this isn't all that different from your job any other day. Focus on keeping everyone safe, create a positive learning environment, and inspire your students, staff members, and your community to be their best. We hope some of these tips and insight will help you be your best during these challenging times. Thanks so much for joining us for this podcast episode of the School Communication Scoop. We hope you'll check us out again sometime soon for some of our other informative podcasts. This is Greg at School Webmasters wishing you all the best.